0: Lord, please bless our uh, <coughs> our time uh, studying um, Your uh, Word this morning. Bless our um, worship of You today, and um, and Your well, I pray Your Spirit be with us. Amen. All right, um, let's um, see. What I'm getting texted about um, Sam. They wonder if they can if you can move the camera to me, since I'm not using the pulpit. All right. So we're going to pick up where we left off with um, the WCF, uh, the next section, the next little subsection, chapter 25. I'm going to read it here. Unto this Catholic visible church Christ hath given the ministry, oracles, and ordinances of God for the gathering and perfecting of the saints in this life to the end of the world, and doth by his own presence and spirit, according to his promise, make them effectual thereunto. Um, as I was trying to research this section I found it a little tricky because um, it's kind of the most straightforward and least controversial part of the chapter you know we spent a lot of time two weeks ago talking about um, talking about sorry, I can see everybody trying to, talking about the um, invisible versus visible church Lots to talk about there and then the next section or two sections the very end is about uh, they call the Pope the Antichrist lots of writing about that what and why did that what that means um is pretty straightforward. God gave some tools to the church. They're for the saints. He makes them effectual. But it touches on a lot um, of little pieces and there's a, some interesting things in it. I thought we could work through it piece by piece um, with our time and then maybe come away with a better understanding of our, um, our church uh, tools, responsibilities, um, etc. So um, let's just start with the first part. Um, unto this Catholic visible church Christ had given the ministry oracles and ordinances of God so what are the ordinances of God Um, we want to look up like uh, what someone want to read in the m13 just for uh, where the way the old testament uses the word ordinances So, it, and then there's, I have a couple other passages. We're not going to we're going to skip for time, but it's tied pretty close to God's law, are the ordinances God's law. Um, in English, the word refers to you know it comes from to order something, kind of to administer something, um, and Scripture uses it that way too. If someone wants to read Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-five, I liked how fast you were with that. You can keep going. <laughs> Read uh, 33:25. Same book. No, no, not. Yeah, just move two chapters forward and read 33:25, Tim. Oh no that's fine. Wait, did he say ordinances yet? Oh you're not reading from the King James Version. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, so the Old Testament uses it in some places to refer to an ordering. Um, which which works its English rude. I didn't do a Hebrew word study or anything. I, I I'm not I'm not equipped for that. Um the, um, it's similar to um, if we you know our modern use in English refers to like a local law a law for, for a, a local region not a broad law that covers the whole country um, and that is um, if you look at the Westminster you know that's how they use it in reference to um, covenant um, it says the covenant was differently administered in the time of the law this is set many chapters before ours. And at the time of the gospel, under the law was administered by promises, prophecy, sacrifices, circumcision, the Paschal lamb and other types of ordinances delivered to the people of the Jews. So we're talking about not God's moral law, I don't think, uh, that would cover all nations on earth. We're talking about things God gave to Israel for Israel to do. Um, so what are those for the church? What are the things that govern the church uh, that are not asked of the, of the people outside the church? Exactly what you're thinking of, oh, yes, tithing, yeah, tithing, probably, yeah. Actually, wasn't thinking of that one, but that's probably a good one. Um, I was thinking of the you know, baptism as well, and, and communion, the preaching of the word. Um, I think these are the ordinances given um, to the church for the administration of the covenant, um, and um, the WCF defines. Um, ordinances um, they were defining something else but I pulled this section out of their definitions in the back all God's ordinances especially the word sacraments and prayer are the outward and ordinary means of salvation so they kind of highlight word sacraments and prayer as being the main ones um, I thought their ending was interesting how many people would describe their if asked by what means they you to say it would say the word sacraments and prayer um kind of interesting, uh, I think the WCF's richer than we, uh, uh, you know, sometimes its inheritors are. Um, there's a lot more we could talk, we could we could open a whole uh, can of worms there, um, but we could also move on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is... Which is, um, well, actually, that's we're going to get to that after we define oracles and, and ministry. Talk about using those for the gathering and perfecting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's their, that's the, I think that's the key piece there, is that the word sacraments and prayer are tools that they're not, they're not um, a symbol or a memorial or some of the things that sometimes they get, they get pigeonholed into. They are actual means of perfecting us and gathering us and, um, God uh, saving us um, through his grace through through real physical things just like uh, just like he did with Jesus who actually became man. Um, what are the oracles given to the church? I think the word fits here better um, the, the moral law of God um, the um, you know worthy in you know Romans 3 1 through 2 if you want to read that. <laughs> what was that? Romans three one and two. Yeah. I am curious where you ended up though. <laughs> So the the Jews were given the oracles of God. Now the oracles of God are given to the the Church, you where know, the we're been grafted onto that root. Where Israel um, Church is the new Israel, and we're the new recipient and oracles of God, which we see quite literally in the the, uh, the New Testament. I mean, the New Testaments are written by the apostles of the Church to the churches. Um, it's shared and preserved by the Church. It's canonized by the Church. In every sense, we are the Possess, we you know we have the responsibility and possession of the of the oracles of God, um, and then last, what's the ministry given to the church? Let me ask a different question first. Um, you know, it said ministries, oracles, and ordinances are given to the church. To whom does that mean they're given? Yeah. Would you say? I'm just throwing, yeah. I mean, I think that's exactly the right answer. Or just to try and throw a wrench in there at all. Would you say baptism and communion are given to the to the, just the people in church? Too? The use of like the the administration of them though. Right. Yeah. I'm um, just trying to. I mean, I think you gave the right answer. I'm just trying to mess you up a little bit um, because, right? Yeah, right. Um, because some of the some of some of these things are given to specific people like elders and deacons. Some of them are given elsewhere. Let's read 1 Corinthians 12. Um, let's read uh, 27 to 31. First Corinthians 12:27 to 31 Go all
1: the way, to, go all the way to 31.
0: Yeah, so you guys are, are spot on. I mean, it's given to the whole church. It's given to the visible church, but Paul's clear like it's not. It's all not given to one person. It's all not given to everybody. You know, we all have different things we've been given to do. Some more officially, you know, for the the, the rulers of administering things like baptism and the sacraments. Um, some more. Yeah, Jonathan, disperse. No, no, no. I mean, just gonna say some more to. Yeah, you're talking about all of the gifts and the ministry, or all of the three, or the three categories. (coughs) Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah, find the passage yet. Yeah. I think that I think that ties in perfectly though. And I wasn't I wasn't thinking of that scripture. I'm not coming back to that scripture passage later. Um, but we will come back to that topic. So definitely find that. So yeah.
1: Standard, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really important I mean we skipped uh, the previous section. We might come back to it later because it, it's definitely applicable, but Paul's big emphasis is that these aren't for your these aren't to make us jealous of one another. these aren't to puff certain people up. The gifts are given to people so that the church can have unity so that we can serve one another so that when the weak member suffers, we, are, we suffer with them and when someone is, is glorified, we glory with them and the church is, is one. So exactly what, you know exactly what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great analogy. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring it back. i will have you bring that in a second here. Uh, pretty soon here. Um, yeah. No, that's a, that's a great point. Um, <coughs> and actually, we might swing back around to that on the very end. Yeah, Courtney. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's an analogy. Yeah. It can break down. <laughs> um, so you know, coming back to um, um, you, Jackie. Uh, I think when you pulled out earlier, um, why are these things, ministry, oracles, and ordinance Wait. Hang on a sec. Did I actually? I said for who are these? Who are they given to? Um, we, no. We'll come back. We'll come back. Um, so why are these things ministry oracles and ordinances given to the church before reading you know the section you read of WCF let me ask a different question again for what purpose were they given to Israel these all these things I mean it's, it's not a to build the nation yes yeah be blessed in all the nations Yep. Yeah. um you're thinking of Abraham here where God told him he'd be a blessing to all the nations but I wanted to read Exodus 8 8 through 12 Exodus 18 8 through 12 and also first Kings 8 41 to 43 if someone wants to get that first Kings 8 41 to 43 just I mean I think we we know that Israel is here meant to be a blessing to all the nations but I want to highlight a couple let me let me while you hold on to those verses um, I just like seeing that in the Old Testament, I feel like there's a lot of time spent in the Old Testament teaching the priests how to be holy and how to purify the nation of Israel, which is the job of the Levites to Israel. That's, that's the service they're performing to Israel. Um, and we know that Israel's job is also, just like the Levites are priests to Israel, Israel's job is to be priests to the nations, um, but that isn't as, as long as much time spent, that's not as, as on the surface as the job of the Levites. It's Israel's job, even though we know that's there. So it's like seeing where where that place in the Old Testament where we see that mission out there so that's where where I pulled these two passages out Do you want to read those and someone's got Exodus 18 8 through 12. First Kings 8 41 to 43. Let me I'm sorry let me give a little context real quick. this is solemn, part of Solomon's prayer of dedication of temple. So you guys. Solomon right there, is states it pretty clearly um, that he's building this temple and, and other nations are going to come and, re- and see that God's the Lord and, and bring that back to their nations. Um, so we, we see, you know, um, coming back to the WCF here, um, ministry oracles and ordinances given to the God for gathering and perfecting of the saints, which is the section we're going to talk about now. Um, we see that, and that's the answer to that question I started the section with, why are these things given to the church? It says it for the gathering and perfecting of the saints. We see that little, like, uh, those two facets right here with Israel's duty. Like, the, the priest's job is to perfect the nation of Israel, um, Israel's job is to gather the saints in, their job is to be a light to the nations. So there's that, there's that those two facets to sit together there with Israel's purpose for these things. And now, um, now we have our, our purpose and our calling here as through Christ. Um, and his work um, as the church. So, how do we perfect the saints with those, with those three things—the ordinances, oracles, and ministry—taking them backwards, like I started with.
2: is Set up for what's being done with those three things is the washing washing with the water of the word that's said uh, in Ephesians, right? Yep. The role of husbands to the wife. So, the I mean, it might be
0: Ephesians, but I think it's a, it's that's fine. That's the scripture. Setup. The pastor
2: is taking the role of the bridegroom, washing the bride with the water yep. of the word. And yep. all three of those are tied to the word of God. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, <coughs> that's, yeah, I was thinking. Um, grace through we receive grace through the ordinances like baptism and, and the Lord's Supper God works through those means to uh, sanctify us and, and grace us um, I was thinking of wisdom and conviction or what I wrote down for the you know through the, the Word of God but I think Jonathan uh, is, that's probably even a, a more complete um, picture of it um, and then what coming back kind of back to gifts what um, how do we perfect the Saints through our gifts what's the purpose of the gifts of the Spirit? yeah mm-hmm. yeah to, to edify and build up um we um we skipped first corinthians 12 uh 25 and 26 but uh he, he, after he's listing the how the members are like a body and they have different purposes and he's like so that there should be no schism in the body but that the members should have the same care for one another um could someone read uh, roman's uh
1: one eleven and twelve. So that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged to gather, uh, together with you
0: by the faith
1: of you and you.
0: Yeah. So, so, Paul's not talking there about. Um, Giving them a gift, in the sense that God gives us gifts, he's talking about imparting His gift to them, and he clarifies what he means in that second verse. Uh, he's like, "I'm, I want to encourage one another through our faith and through the things we have to edify and encourage each other by the gospel, or, or whatever it is. I mean, he lists a whole bunch of things here: prophecy and and healing and and administration, and oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, um, and and sanctifying us and encouraging us, edifying us, like you said. Um so how do we gather the saints with oracles, ordinances, and, and ministry? <laughs> let me, uh, for time, let me just let me just give what I, what I wrote down with oracles. Um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> with oracles, um, I'm thinking of, of the Great Commission, right? Uh, God's like, go teach Whatever what I've commanded you, go and teach these to, to the nations to disciple them. Um, ordinances. Actually, Baptism, Lord's Supper, I really think of those as more direct to the people who are here than the people who are out there. You have a different idea around that. I don't really think of those as being tools for calling people who are... We're doing them faithfully, and that's part of God blessing us and calling people here. But, all right, no, no objections to that. Um, and then ministry. How do we gather the saints with ministry? We could have, I think, a, a hundred different answers to that. And I i think if we had more time I'd, I'd want to sit and think about what those might be right now here in 2023 in, you know the edge of annapolis maryland because um, i feel like we should spend more time thinking about what are the particular gifts and things we have here that we could be using to, to gather the saints in um so let's that's something we should be praying about and talking about outside this but for time i'm gonna keep uh keep going um, there's a weird section I want to miss just because I thought it was weird. I did not know what it meant, and I, I did some reading on it. Um, 1 Corinthians 14, 20 to 25. Can someone read that? 14, 20 to 25. <laughs> Um, Can you read 22
3: again?
0: Yeah, okay, okay. Um, So when I'm reading that, I'm thinking, okay, Paul's like, tongues are not for believers, they're for unbelievers. Why? Because if an unbeliever hears you speaking in tongues, they'll think you're crazy. And then he's like, prophecy's for believers, because if an unbeliever hears that, they're going to be convicted, and, 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 um turn um and you <laughs> uh, um <coughs> it certainly made me think of the parables here um the explanation i read of this is that um, paul is using and i don't know the greek but paul's maybe using unbeliever and believer a little differently in hi- himself and a little different way we'd use it um that he's referencing isaiah and he's basically saying tongues are a sign of judgment um, and just like Jesus uses the parables intentionally, sometimes to be confusing and in, in judgment um, on the heart of heart, um, like oh yeah, I wasn't thinking that, but absolutely, yeah, that's a great, that's a great, it's um, a great callback <laughs> yeah. in scripture. Um, yeah, um, the tongues are a sign of, of judgment, and um, and Paul's like, and when they hear you, their heart's going to be hardened further. Um, those are hard of heart. And he says, prophecies for believers, and the explanation is that when he's saying believers, he sort of means the elect, not necessarily everyone who's believing right now. He's like, the people who are soft of heart, who are ready to be fertile ground, have the seed planted, when they hear prophecy, they're going to be convicted. And they were saying, Paul's actually saying, and he says this later as well, that prophecy is really your, like tongues is judgment on Israel. Tongues is, you know, people heard it, and thousands were converted, but a lot of people heard it and said they're drunk, and their hearts were hardened further um
2: and like the Tower of Babel, when they walk away yeah there's, a, there's another passage that talks about judgment where their land will be filled with people to, uh, work like dogs oh, okay I, <laughs> I think it's like the original and what it's saying is you're going to be over, flo- over flooded with people who you can't even understand the language and it's kind of you know it, it gets used in a racist sense so kind of sometimes in our country but you know it, it, it's it's right. disturbing to be an old man can't even talk to the person who's ringing up at the grocery store. Like, sure. it, that itself probably is a judgment upon
0: yeah. the land. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Paul does say later, he's like, prophecy's the, the greatest gift, desire prophecy. Um, oh, he says it's the greatest gift. He's like, you should desire prophecy more than more than a lot of these other things. Um, I don't remember the exact scripture there. Um, and So he's saying, you know, prophecy is the, tongues have this purpose, but prophecy's the thing that is convicting. and and um and so we see there you know um the gifts gathering and perfecting right there in, in this in this odd verse maybe playing another role you know the westminster didn't talk about which is judgment maybe being another role since gifts can play is heaping coals on on the heads of those who are already hard of heart and making them um further uh condemned um right um why? So let's keep moving. Um, I didn't get back to your scripture verse, Jonathan. I think we're going to have to keep going just for time here. That's right where I wanted to. Uh, right in there was our run to get to it. Um, let's see about, I'm going to talk about gift skin at the end. Maybe we can talk about ministry there. Um, why the visible church? Why does it, why does it say, the WCF says, unto this Catholic visible church, Christ hath given ministry, oracles, and ordinances. Why visible? that's hitting on, on where I was thinking which is um, it's to the church that we can see and point to and people that have accountability that we can go and we don't need to say okay who's part of that super secret invisible elect club that gets to do oracles and, and ordinances and communion and, and ministry it's given to the church that we can go see, the visible church we, can, we know who communion was given to and who baptism was given to we can go out in the street and point to the churches that are part of the body with us and have been given these things yeah Yeah Yeah, sure. Um, another piece to that is when you don't when you don't get the. Um, I'm trying to keep with your analogy. I'm not going to twist to say when, my, when my, the store closes or something. Let me let me bring it back to where, where the terminology I was in was like um, you know the, God's covenant with us is objective. He's given these things to the visible church, um, and that's part of the reason. And there's a lot of Old Testament examples of God working through crooked people to deliver real grace. Um, it's one of the reasons why we don't. Need to rebaptize people who are baptized by a pastor who later falls away. Well, we don't need to question everything we learned when we find out someone was, you know, succumbs to sin later that we learned from them. Um, because God works through these things and He works through the visible institutions He's given us, and it's His righteousness and grace He's giving us through these things, not those people's, you know, righteousness and grace. Um, so. And we're, we're we're real visible candles. We're not, you know, the visible church is that is that flame, is that bonfire. Yeah. 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 All right. And then our, our last couple of minutes here I'm gonna end with um, I'm going to skip over. I had a question, why is it to the end of the world? This is a question of the group, because I don't really have much of the theology of what the church's role is after, uh, after the end of the world, but we're going to have to skip that one. Um, other question going to skip over is, why does it include both Christ's own presence and the spirit? It says, um, it, uh, these things for the gathering perfecting of the saints in this life to the end of the world by his own presence and spirit according to his promise makes them effectual. Why his presence and his spirit? It may be taught by communion, but we in WCF would say communion is through the Spirit, and the presence of we're in the presence of Christ in communion through the Spirit. Um, so why both? If the Spirit is the way that we're, um, I, well, I was going to call out some Psalms where it ties those two things together. It talks about don't take your Spirit from me, don't make me leave your presence, and those two categories are kind of put side by side. of They're two different things: being God's presence and being in the presence of God's Spirit. But it's through the Spirit they're in God's presence; they're tied together. That's true. Yeah, that is also, I think, a possibility. But would mean the same, ultimately, mean the same thing: is that we're through the Spirit we're in Christ's presence. Yeah. So, and the WCF I think is calling out to those Psalms. That is not in the scope of, <laughs> of what I'm prepared to answer right now. <laughs> uh, but yes, that, that's one of the psalms that I was thinking of. Is he's like, don't remove your spirit from me and, and, and leave your presence. I think there's a category for that. I mean, Hebrews talks about the people who receive spiritual gifts and, and taste the spiritual fruit. And then fall away. Like it's definitely a category for people. And I think that visible invisible piece we're talking about makes that clear, which is that things like the sacraments and baptism, if they're not just memorials, if they're actual means of grace to the people here, not the people that will be in heaven later. Um and that means that all of us in the church, everyone in church this morning is actually participating in the spirit and in grace and all that, even though all of them might not be in heaven. That they might not all be elect I think it, it allows us to have that category of people who are participating in covenant and in actual grace from the spirit in the presence of Christ but aren't our branches that will be will be lopped off won't be in it and that's a that's a tricky kind of category there but I think and it's a lot broader than we could get into here but I think the WCF actually gives us the categories to to explain that let me end with um, with um, that last is how does the spirit make these gifts given to the church effectual um, Paul really emphasizes in the passage we read in one passage we skipped um, that there's no room for pride here the gifts are from the spirit and unless you know someone's like you know well I yeah the gifts from God but I used my gift really well I used it with zeal um, I did that part you know like Paul really emphasizes no the gifts are from God the workings from God the increases from God all of it is grace um, and they're not for um, they're for the building up of each other and the unity of each other, not for not for division and for and for jealousy. And um, Isaiah 59:21, which we're, we're also going to skip, um, is the other verse the WCF calls out, which is where God promises that through His Spirit He will keep this covenant alive, generations and generations and generations, and all our descendants after us. Um, I wanted to. Uh, To end with a little bit of encouragement on the gifts from Piper, he talked about, um, one of the things I read, he talked about (coughs) how the spirits work through us, helps show us what our gifts are, so to speak. Um, He said, uh, you know, the opportunities as well are from the spirit. And he said people can spend a lot of time being introspective and thinking, okay, what am I good at? I use this for church, maybe if if I'm a good writer, maybe writing's my spiritual gift um and he's like don't look inside yourself and try to think okay what's what's the thing I'm gifted at to serve other people he said look for the opportunities the spirit gives you and where the spirit makes you successful and lean into that and follow follow basically in your interactions with the people here and the people outside of here try and impart grace to those people and where you and keep track of where you see that being successful and where you see that being successful is where the Spirit's blessing you, and blessing maybe with the gift of imparting grace to other people, which is the purpose of the the purpose of the spiritual gifts. Um, so there's there's um, there's a simple a simple call there of um, of trying to edify and encourage the people around you, and then um, see where where the Spirit blesses you in those efforts. Um, and, leaning into that, not uh, bearing those talents, but, you know, doing more of that, doing more whatever that is. So, any other final uh, thoughts? Um,
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Moses is exactly what I was thinking of. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I think a lot of times they probably they probably do go hand in hand, but it's not it's not introspective like that. It's it's looking outside and seeing where where the spirit makes successful And like you said, but then it calls you to actually be going and finding those opportunities, because um, you know God, uh, as someone said, God doesn't God doesn't drive a parked car. He wants us to be. He wants us to be active in doing things. Yeah, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: like yep, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'll allow it. I'll. <laughs> Administration is one of the ones Paul lists. So Well, thanks, guys. Let's uh, let's pray. Lord, I pray that you would bless us uh, today as we um, participate in the um, uh, the ordinances that you have uh, graced us with and bless us with. Um, I pray that you bless us as we um, strive to minister to one another and, uh, and to those outside of here. I pray that you would uh, give us grace, uh, help us to be effectual, and in, in, uh, or trust in your and you making us effectual to impart them. Um, Heart that grace, I pray that you would help us to uh, to uh, be a uh, uh, unified uh, body together, in, uh, not in divisions or envy, but in strife, but um, in unity, um, glorifying one another, caring for one another, mourning with one another, and, uh, and uh, praying and being with one another. Lord, uh, please bless us and all our churches around us here uh, with that today and this week, and um, Amen.